Welcome to the Reimagined Social Media Podcast. If you see the importance and power of social media, but aren't comfortable creating content that just adds to the noise, this show is for you. It's time to stop thinking of social media as an necessary evil or something you dread and to start embracing it as a powerful tool to build a more human world. I'm your host, Katie Hinderer, a former blogger and Instagram influencer turned business owner. My company, Rosebud Social, helps mission-minded brands navigate the world of online communications in an intentional, heart-centered way, and I want to help you to do the same. So friend, grab a cup of coffee or craft beer, and let's talk all things social media. Today, I wanted to talk about doom scrolling um, and how do we combat that. And if you're not familiar with this term, um, it's... It's a lot like what it sounds, basically. Um, Doom scrolling is really just scrolling through um, any of your social media platforms. It could be Instagram. It could be TikTok. It could be Facebook. It could be Twitter slash X. It could be whatever. Um, And originally, the term was used to talk about when you're kind of scrolling through, seeking out kind of that sad, negative material um, as you go through. I think now more and more people use it just in general for the idea of kind of endlessly scrolling, kind of mindlessly, endlessly scrolling. Um, You hear a lot of people talk about doom scrolling, and it's not just a matter of looking for really bad, really negative news, although that is a huge part of it. And, you know, I think first, let's talk about why. Like, what is it about doom scrolling that's so addictive, so pervasive, so easy to fall into? Because I'm sure if you all pause and take a second to think about it, you've fallen into that trap of doom scrolling. I know I definitely have at certain times um, or at different times in my life, certainly, you know, it happens. And even for people who have really good boundaries set up or really good um, structures in place to help them use their social media really well, it can, it happens, right? It can just happen to us. So why? I think partly because we know our brains are wired to want more especially of things that either release that little hit of dopamine, right, where it gives a kind of that pleasure-seeking thing, or also, too, our brains kind of are wired to want kind of the negative, also kind of the provocative, but the negative, right, that we kind of seek that out, um, partly because we're kind of hardwired to see negative things, to be drawn to negative things, Um, because we know, you know, evolutionarily they could harm us physically. And so we're kind of like, they're trying to figure out like, what do we need to do or, or whatever. Um, same kind of idea of like a gaper's delay or, or, um, rubbernecking as people often call it when you're like on the highway, you're passing an accident and you're like so frustrated because you're stuck in traffic. And then you also slow down to look at the accident, right? Um, same sort of idea, although you are kind of looking at that accident on uh, your phone, right, on TikTok or on Instagram, um, and you are stuck there kind of looking um, at that. And we know, studies have shown that doom scrolling, mindlessly scrolling through anything, even just social media in general, right, can lead to anxiety, can lead to overwhelm, sadness, anger, um, uncertainty, fear of the future. I think we saw this Super clearly, and actually the idea of doom scrolling kind of came out as a result of COVID, um, that people were just constantly seeking for information and for more news and more, and it became something that for many of us was very detrimental, very overwhelming, very either uh, anger-driven or driving us to more anger or very fear-based where we became very fearful of the news that was out there. And as a result, that um, came into our the rest of our lives, right? We were not just angry or fearful as we were scrolling through you know, our preferred social media. Um, but then we became angry and fearful outside of that, right? And many relationships took hits and all of that kind of stuff. So 
doom scrolling. Um, and I think, like I said, I think we do this even when it isn't negative news. I call mindless scrolling also doom scrolling in the sense that it is kind of, I don't know, it's doom and gloom, man, when you're just stuck in that endless cycle of scrolling and scrolling. Even if you're not necessarily looking at negative news, maybe you're just looking at puppy videos or um, whatever, workout videos and that kind of a thing. Um, I joined a new gym, and so now all of a sudden my feed is full of um, CrossFit videos and CrossFit workouts. And like, yeah, it can be really tempting that you just like fall down that rabbit hole and you're just there kind of scrolling, swiping after swipe after swipe after swipe. Right. So how do we combat doom scrolling? Some of these answers are going to be similar to what we talked about last week, um, where how do we kind of fight um, the pull of our smartphone and the apps? Um, But some of them are going to be a little different. So I think number one is to kind of set timers or limits to your use of social media, especially the one that you find yourself doom scrolling on the most. Um, And that might be, you know, that's going to be different for every person, but maybe you set a time limit, you set a timer, you legitimately set a timer before you sit down, which could sound very ridiculous. But I remember when I was little and we were trying to learn the piano and we had to practice for 30 minutes a day, the only timer we had was the timer in the, on the microwave at the time. And so we would run and set the microwave timer and then run back to the piano and practice the piano for 30 minutes. And then of course, often I would get up to check that the timer was still working because I was not thrilled about practicing the piano for 30 minutes a day. So, you know, do that, maybe go old school and set a legitimate timer. And when it goes off, you're like, okay, I need, I need to get off. I need to get off of this app. Um, Or you can set it up directly in your phone, right? Where your phone will shut down certain apps or certain types of apps after a certain number of minutes of use or hours of use. That can be really helpful because it will also stop you in the midst of a doom scroll, right? When you are in the middle of it, you often are unaware of the time that's passing and you could be swiping and swiping and swiping and suddenly it's an hour or two or three or heaven forbid, four hours later and you're still scrolling and maybe you were supposed to go to bed or maybe you were supposed to get up and do something and you've just been sitting on the couch or laying in bed, scrolling away, totally unaware that you have lost hours of your life um, to this constant need to know more, to go deeper, to bring in more information and that kind of a thing. So number one, definitely set timers, set limits for yourself. Number two, one of the things that I like to do is to plan your use of or you know getting on a certain app that is particularly difficult for you to get off of, to plan it when you have a drop dead appointment that will make you stop. Right. Like if you know you have that Zoom call you have to hop onto, or you have that appointment that you need to leave or you're meeting a friend for coffee and you've got to be gone by this time, getting on 20 minutes before that kind of gives you a hard deadline where you're like, well, I have to get off now. Right. Like I'm not going to miss coffee with a friend. I'm not going to miss that important Zoom call. I'm not going to miss whatever. Therefore, I'm getting off. And I think that can be really helpful because it just um, it's a little bit of this idea of, of habit stacking, which um is talked about in the book Atomic Habits, which I think is really important, but like stacking habits on top of other habits or stacking things that you're doing on top of other things to kind of give them some boundaries, to give them some parameters to use them in can be really, really helpful. I think thirdly, I would say to be aware, and this is very difficult, but to be aware that when you are feeling tired or when you are feeling sad or alone or lonely, to not get on your social media. And again, Easier said than done, I know, because the pull is very strong when you're feeling particularly sad or tired. And so it's very easy to kind of pull into yourself 
and and pull into a phone basically, right? Pull into your smartphone and be like, I'm gonna just be here. I'm gonna use it. It's no big deal. Um, I'm gonna feel better this way. And the reality is, you don't. You don't feel better, and usually you become more tired, more overwhelmed. And especially if you are doom scrolling, as the definition. Um, would suggest where you're looking at negative news or kind of sad things, this is going to be the exact opposite of what you need if you're already tired or sad. So I highly recommend that if you are feeling that way to not reach for your phone, to do something else instead. Maybe that's to go out for a walk. Maybe that's to call a friend. Maybe that's even heck to watch a movie or something that doesn't have you just reaching for your phone and allowing yourself to get lost in the phone and not acknowledge the emotions you're feeling, not acknowledge what's going on uh, and just using it as an escape, which actually ends up making things worse instead of better. So don't hop on your phone to doom scroll or just even to hop on your phone at all, not even knowing you're going to doom scroll when you're tired or sad, because the chances are, the likelihood is, you will end up doom scrolling when you are in that kind of state. Uh, Next, I would say to avoid hopping on when you are doing something else, like watching a movie. It's super typical now for people to, you know, have a movie on or have a TV show on, and then also be on their computer or then also be on their phone and be trying to do two things at once. You're scrolling through your Instagram feed and you're watching the latest movie. Well, here's the reality. We don't, nobody multitasks really well. So you, actually, you're not really watching a movie and you're not really on your phone. I recently watched a movie and I got all the way through the movie and then I thought, I've already seen this. And I had no recollection of actually seeing the movie until the very, very end. And then I realized I was probably on my phone the first time that I watched it. And I was probably doing something else or doing some work and then also watching this movie. And we cannot give our attention to two things at once. So I think a really good way to kind of train ourselves to not doom scroll is to give all your focus to one thing at a time. So if you're watching a movie, give all your focus to the movie and like be there, do that. Um, And then if you are on your phone looking at things, right, on your Instagram account, on TikTok, then be on TikTok, be on Instagram and be all in there as well. Instead of thinking you're going to do a little bit here and a little bit there and then you end up kind of scrolling for hours, the movie's probably over and you're still sitting there scrolling, right? You still are kind of moving in that direction. So really avoid trying to do multiple things at once and really focus on the thing that you are doing and try and do that one well or try and give your all to it and then move on. I will say I was talking to um, a couple of friends about this the other day and uh, one friend actually deletes the most tempting app every time she's done on it and then has to re-download it every time she wants to get on. Now, I think that's a little extreme and I do not do that, but I can see how that would be really helpful, especially if you are prone to hopping on and kind of doom scrolling or, you know, especially when you're tired or sad or when you're lonely, right, that it's very tempting. And just those kind of extra steps of having to re-download the app, re-put in your information, put in your password and all of that um, can be really helpful to prevent yourself from falling into that doom scroll. I have another friend who doesn't delete the app, but logs out every time she's done using it. So just hits that log out button. And then every time she gets in, she has to make the decision to re-put in her information. She doesn't have her phone save the login username and password. She has to manually put that in herself. Again, not something I do. I love the fact that my phone remembers all of my passwords. However, I can see this as being a really helpful tool for some people to use. And then lastly, I would say once you have caught yourself in a doom scroll and usually you don't catch yourself in it until later when suddenly you're like, oh shoot, I wasted three hours 
on this or the next day you're like, whoa, I really got nothing done because I was, you know, doing this. I was just scrolling mindlessly through this. I think it's really important the next day or two days later to pause and to really think about what had you doom scrolling in the first place. What had you there thinking or acting in such a way where you were just kind of mindlessly going through your social media? What was it? And maybe it's like we talked about earlier, being tired, being sad. Maybe it was a particular comment someone made. I, I was thinking about this a couple months ago. I had a day that I was felt very unproductive, a little bit of doom scrolling, a little bit of like uh, ADD of the... Um, the internet browser where I was just hopping from thing to thing to thing and like really not focused on what I was doing. And then the next day I paused to think about like, Hey, what happened? And, um, I had gotten some some negative comments, some negative feedback from someone that really hurt and like really struck a chord with me. And I realized that I was, instead of taking time to think about that process, it decide if it was valid or invalid, all of that, I had fallen into this trap of kind of doom scrolling a little bit and fallen into this like fluttering all about type of thing to keep myself busy from actually thinking about that negative feedback that I had gotten and whether it was valid and that kind of a thing. So I think it's really important after you have caught yourself doom scrolling and maybe not that same day because you're still kind of caught in that mindset. You're still kind of caught in that um, vortex for the for lack of a better word. I think the day after or maybe a couple days later to pause and reflect and really ask yourself, maybe you have to journal about it. Maybe you have to write it down. But to really think, okay, what was it that had me doom scrolling in the first place? And is that a good thing, right? So it helped me when I went through this exercise, it helped me realize like, okay, that negative comment kind of spiraled me down into this kind of moment of doom scrolling and that I need to acknowledge earlier when these things happen and acknowledge earlier that I'm having these emotions that I'm having these feelings and I don't want to hide from them through doom scrolling, right? Through those other things and to really own that. And it has helped me a lot because now when stuff like that happens, which happens all the time when you are on social media a lot, um, it doesn't impact me as much or it does impact me, but I own it in the moment. I think about it. I work through it. I process it in the moment. And then I aren't, I'm not as tempted. I, Don't pick up my phone to just be like, okay, like I will lose myself here instead of contemplate what has actually happened. But you're not going to see that. You're not going to know that in yourself unless you pause, take a step back when you have a little bit more clarity, when you have a little bit more time to think about it and to try and really understand what had you doom scrolling in the first place. Um, One more thing I want to add before I go, and it's not exactly a tip or a trick, but also to remember that as we doom scroll, We are training the algorithm to give us more of that kind of content. And so therefore, we can start to see, especially when we're doom scrolling, again, by the definition of like pulling up all these negative things and things that, you know, and I think especially in a political year, right, an election year, we're going to see a lot of this. When we fall into that doom scroll of down a rabbit hole of things that are very negative or, you know, um, things that we don't agree with or whatever, It can feel like everybody is thinking that way. Everything is like that because all the content you're getting is like that because you've trained the algorithm to give you that. So another great way to kind of step away from the doom scroll when we're talking about negative things or things that are kind of like really fearful, anger filled, those kinds of things is to start looking at the opposite, right? Start like if you're looking at a bunch of political things and they're making you really upset, I don't know, watch kitten videos instead or whatever. Not that you need to fill your head with a bunch of kitten videos, but 
We train our algorithm. We do that. And so the content that you are getting is based solely on, almost solely on, what you're consuming. And so you you pick that. And so if your feed is full of things that have you feeling overwhelmed, feeling sad, feeling angry, feeling uncertain, feeling fear, you can change that by just the way that you use it. So that's a little bit on combating doom scrolling. I hope that was helpful um, for you. And if it was, or if right now you're like, I don't do that, maybe later on in the year you're going to find yourself falling into that. I think especially as the political climate heats up, we're going to see a lot more things that feel very overwhelming and anxiety ridden. And so maybe come back to this a little bit later, but hopefully it was helpful. If you have other questions about doom scrolling and ways to combat it, please feel free to reach out. I would love to chat. You can find me at Rosebud Social on Instagram. Uh, you can also email hello at rosebudsocial.com. Always happy to answer questions. Uh, and if you have an idea for a future podcast or something you'd like to hear me talk about, some information you'd like, I am always open to suggestions for the podcast as well. So thanks for listening. And until next time.